Hello. Hey, Noah. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Hey, it's good to have you back, my friend. Oh, thank you so much. How you been? Oh, I'm. I'm. Listen, let me just include our listeners, in, and then we get back to that in a second, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Uh, we have Noah Rubin. He's he's becoming quite a regular. On <laughs> he actually wants to come on this show, folks. I do. I do. I wanted to be here. I've enjoyed uh, getting to. I enjoyed my interview last time, and then just uh, generally just keeping up with you and and hearing hearing your feedback on things has has been good for me. And and as I kind of see the the direction of of uh, hosting and comedy and 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 just the people around me, so it's it's been kind of nice to have people to reflect it off that that kind of understand the world that I'm uh, kind of getting into now. No, I, I'm all with it. Uh, I'm enjoying this quite a bit, and I'm inspired by. Um... For example, um, I forgot his last name, Gabriel. He's an actor. He was in a, a show on HBO called In Treatment. <laughs> yeah, G Gabriel Byrne, right? Yes, I, I am so much for uh, the In Treatment. I realize that that's where my forte is, just dialogue. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I, I You know, when I was going to school cause, uh, for my uh, 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 master's in counseling, the the, with the professors, I didn't know about that show before. And the, one of the professors brought up that show and they, and, and they said, this show is like crack for people who are studying therapy. Uh, it's all, it's all, it's almost all a lot of the wrong things to do as a therapist, <laughs> but a lot of the, but it's all also a lot of the things that therapists worry about could happen. <laughs> yeah. It's not an easy Th load to carry at all as you know but anyway um listen i took some notes on uh what you know what you're going to talk about and correct me if i'm wrong noah right but yep. you will be updating us about your special yeah yeah so uh i've been I, I i've been working on this and trying to it's the first kind of project that i've ever organized ever like this but since i started hosting and just seeing all these talented people just kind of show up at the open mic that I had been doing. I started thinking, well, wouldn't it be cool to, to see if they wanted to get together? And I, you know, honestly, I started noticing that, that, and this was the first night that, that I was open doing the open mic. One of the, 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 the comedians, she said I could let say her name, Stephanie Nam. Uh, I don't want to give away too much about, about her, her routine, but, uh, to say the least, she 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 comes across uh, kind of the opposite of a lot of comedians that in terms of kind of the boisterous uh, way of, of presenting themselves. But what was going on was that there were there were these 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 people there that were just in the bar that night that just happened to stick around for the comedy. And I'm sure they would have a few drinks and they were just kind of heckling here and there. And uh and, and different people tried to interact with them, maybe ju relatively just to kind of get them to, to, to keep it down a little bit. And then Stephanie comes up and she does her little her, her routine and, uh, and, and, and it, she, she got them to be quiet because they, they, she started asking some general questions and part of her, her routine is doing like kind of a, a, a satire on crowd work. And she started asking them some questions and they kind of were, were still kind of heckling her back. And it, how she handled it was like, was almost, was kind of like 
oh, you don't like what I'm saying or something. It was something to that extent, but it was funny because you started, we all started to kind of get, get her routine and what she was doing. And, and it really put these, these, these hecklers in their spot. And I applauded her for that. And then she came back the following week and I gave a shout out to her. Um, and uh, so, so, so what I started noticing is that, 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 that the women that were showing up to the open mic, not, not to say anything less about the men that were showing up, but the women were really able to kind of get the attention and they were really able to, to handle these people that were heckling in a way that, that I, I don't know if the men, I know that I can't handle it that well. And I, and I, and I think about it a lot. So I'm trying to always kind of manage the atmosphere and make sure it's kind and positive, but I know there's going to be some people. So I really appreciated that. So what I thought about was I'm, I'm going to do a special and see if all these these women can get together to do this. And uh, I put my own money forward to help help uh, uh, pay for it. But luckily, I got a lot of help from different people just to do different things. There's a, there's a gentleman who runs the bingo night. And his name is Pat at the bar Waterwheel, who also does a lot of the the marketing. So he made these really cool posters. And uh, and then the bartender, of course, uh, Ryan, who he 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 he's he's just uh, allowed me to come into the space and 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 work it. And the previous host, um, their name's Keegan. They they also they 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 also work in uh, uh, doing videography. And I reached out to Keegan and I asked Keegan if they would be able to uh, film it. And they got back to me and they said they would and they said they wouldn't charge. So this is this is going to be like a cool, cool event. And, and we're right, I'm going to put out a little Venmo account so people can try to give like some kind of a tip or donation to help uh, pay the comedians for for coming. Um, and and I'll, the other thing we did was the bartender made 20 jello shots and we're going to give out 20 jello shots to the first 20 people that arrive there. So I've been really pushing the advertising and I'm getting learning that. And I, I keep wondering, am I overdoing it? Am I doing it too much? And but 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 it's been really exciting. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow night and having all these these talented women show up and 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 do their thing. It's going to be really great, I think. No, man, I got to hand it to you. I envy you, your your youth, your energy and, and you being around all those females. You're watching the magic. I always get the chicks like magnets. <laughs> oh, I, no, the, I, I <laughs> well, I, I want them to be out there promoting their thing. And I'm sure people are going to fall in love with them one way or another. Uh, Cause they're, 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 they're really, they're really, uh, really sharp. I mean, when I was watching them, I, I kept thinking, how do they, how do they do this? And, and, uh, and, and just keep it going. Like there's one comedian, um, her name's Bernice. Yeah, she she immigrated here from from China, and she talks a lot about her her experience growing up there. Again, I don't want to give anything away of her jokes, but she talks about being a comedian in China versus being a comedian here. And uh, and then the, there's another woman named April who's who's from from the the, the area Ballard and went to high school here. Uh, we have another woman named Jaleesa Johnson, and I. She just did the best crowd work one night, where she just interacts with people. She checks in with people that that are watching, just to kind of see where they're at with the show. Um, we have another woman named Val St. Clair. I think she's from New Jersey and is out here, and uh, she's been very polite in helping me uh, uh, figure out ways to market this. Another woman named Megan KD. She's she's a she's a mother, so she talks about that in her act. There's another woman named. Uh, 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 Zane Aquino, 
and and Jesus is fiery and sharp as well. And then there's a new performer who was the who who she's brand new. Her name's Ashley Yanachi. I hope I'm saying that right. But Ashley Yanachi, she she contacted me because she saw that I had an open mic. And she came from Olympia and I'm in Seattle. Olympia is pretty far. So she said she had to find somebody to watch her child and she found a ch somebody to watch her child. So she came down for the open mic. She was the closer that night because she was the last one to arrive. And I made a big announcement for her being the first one there. And we've kept in touch. And so talked more. And I said, you know, why don't you, you know, we have some some new people here are working on it and kind of get get give you some attention and I asked her to to come down and, and do five minutes as the opener tomorrow night. So it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a large busy night with with uh, uh, seven comedians, eight if you include the the guest host. Uh, but it's going to be fun. I'm just going to do a little introduction tomorrow and kind of leave it to the ladies to run the night. And then I have to head out because I only have a babysitter for about an hour tomorrow. And I just wanted to come in and say hi and 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 and, and head on out and leave it to them to to run the night. Oh, correction for the record, folks. It's Dino. Dad, I was just being an idiot. I was saying Dino, Dad. It's Dino, Dad. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, I mean, that's what I call it, but I know that people are going to say it. It was like how we were talking about last time where where, where, where sometimes people say Noah and you hear the name Miller, and I, and I thought that was funny because I've experienced that, that forever as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a fun – well, it worked in my favor. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> and I don't want to copy another comic because I, I realized I had an idea – you and your show and i realized another comic did this i won't mention his name yeah. but i was thinking maybe you know for the flyer it could have like your your, your face surrounded by all these comedians and then we <laughs> put noah's angels <laughs> i i i, I they, they they would have to agree that they would want that i feel more like like uh that that i there, there's there's some other turn to that where it's like noah uh I don't know. I just, I just feel like I, 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 things are just falling into place. And that, and I, and I was telling my friends after I did the podcast with you, I, I, I was like, wow, this, this, this feeling. I don't even know how to describe it because I know I'm doing things now that I, I really like. And and I, and how I looked at it was, is that I've done, you know, you know, I worked in therapy, I've worked in case management, I've done community service for a long time. And 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 as I did this, I said, I'm really enjoying the idea of connecting with people and I really enjoy the humor. And so I put a little hashtag up on my Instagram that was like community outreach plus comedy equals fun. And, and that's what I feel like it is. It's really about, I really like connecting with, with people and, and figuring this out and, 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 and being kind of, you know, I don't expect to be perfect in this, but I have to kind of figure out a way to be sincere when I, you know, if if or when or if I have already screwed. I mean, I hate the word it, but 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 when I screw up, I want to be authentically sincere and apologetic so I can learn from it and also get constructive feedback and be able to give it. And I, I can't help but think that's been a good part of people people helping me out because I want to keep supporting others as well. No, man, you are. um you're a mensch, my friend. <laughs> you know, and you definitely have Rachbunis. <laughs> what is Rachbunis? I, I know it's Yiddish. It's sympathy and empathy. Stephen, oh. have Rachbunis. He would say to my sister all, all the time because she was always, this. my sister was a teenager, was criticizing uh -huh. urban youth. You have Rachbunis, he said to my sister, you know, or give Sadaka. You know what Sadaka is. Oh, yeah, Sadaka. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
And then yeah. my sister all the time would te- teasing me because I work as a maintenance man, calling say, you're like one of the goyim. Like, oh, so, so someone who one of the goyim, who gives a, you're a schlub. Give me a freaking break. <laughs> These are names I just called, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I asked my daughter last night, and she's nine, and I was asking her because I know that she's kind of hearing things. I don't you know, talk too much about her about like all my little hobbies, but she knows I do the comedy and, and so does my son. And, and they're, they're being funny about it, trying to offer me like bits and routines and tell me jokes here and there. And I asked her as like, well, you know, cause I said, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Like, what, what do you think about what I'm doing with this comedy? <laughs> and she's like, you're going to be famous. And I said, I said, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be famous. Uh, well, I, what, I, what is she like that? Nine years old. Yeah, she's nine. Yeah, I mean, she's. When, when did it get older? Because my daughter was older. She's dad. You know, you're not funny. You think you're funny, but you're not funny. <laughs> I, she does give me that look because I give enough dad jokes all the time with her that she just kind of looks at me like that. I don't even that that's not even close to being funny. And I'm a kid. I should be laughing at these dad jokes of yours. No, you just yeah. got to fast forward to where it's cool to be a 70 year old man. Be funny because any 70 year old man who's still on stage is still breathing. Is is like popular, so just we got to fast forward to that I, stuff. I know, right? I, I just, I just got to keep up with. It. I, 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 I was watching George Carlin's bit where he talks about being a seventy year old man and how he's just he can say whatever you want. Nobody, people don't give a shit anymore <laughs> about how 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 or what you think. You can get away with pretty much anything, and then he just leans into it for about twenty minutes of all these these things. But he can do it because he's George Carlin. Yeah. A lot of them are funny, like. Um... If you uh, if you listen, to, I don't know if I've mentioned about about not all gay people being cool. No, what, what's that? The late Mike De Stefano. Oh, I don't, I I know the name. I don't know him though. He died. Uh, he was a real intense guy. He said, "If you're gay, you're not so cool." You know, eighteen year old gay people stop waving the pom poms. No one's recognizing. We want to be recognized. We Stop waving the pom poms. He would say to them, and then maybe act like normal people. <laughs> and and I'm and, and he had his own pain. He was a heroin addict. He had, oh, AIDS. No. you know, he had his own pain. He was real. You know, he, he wasn't. I, I, it's sad he's dead, but I, 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 he was influential in my comedy. That's all. What's his name again? Mike Di Stefano. D e s t e f a n o. He died about ten years ago. Uh huh. Never made it big. He he was a drug addict, an yeah. HIV. He went through hell, but you know he, his his comedy really touched me personally. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it's always interesting. Like comedians like him and and Mitch Hedberg, they, they uh, all these all these comedians that that you know, I, I, you know that that for for the worst part had these these addictions, but they they kind of they they let you there. You look, Sam Kinison, of course, of course, these these, these great great entertainers i remember as a kid i didn't like sam kinnison because i i just i was so overwhelmed with the yelling and then i heard what he was saying and then i said oh he you know it, it has a different meaning now as, as i got older i just was intimidated by it at that age yeah you know? of course you know no he was another talented person uh everybody has their own style that's all you write your own script noah yeah but I mean, your name is a particular you have a special name because like god equipped a ship for you to, you know, just kind of cleanse the earth of the fools. He it means God did not consider you to be a fool. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it was, it's, 
it's so interesting because as a kid, I, I hated my name. I, I, I wanted to go by my middle name, John, because I, I, I just felt like because in first grade, I remember I was in first grade. And, and I know they don't do this in school, in, at least maybe maybe they do. I don't know. But 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 at least in my public school, it was in first grade. We had like these little headphones we could sit sit at the, at the back of the table and they all connected them with a wire to the record player. So all eight kids of us were sitting at the back and it would play like a story and then it would play a song. And all of a sudden this song came on. Noah, he built it. He built it. The Arky Arky Noah, he built it. For the children of the Lord. And I sat there and then for like the remainder of the week, that's just all the kids saying to me. And I said, Mom, I, I need to go by a different name. <laughs> I need to go by John. Uh, I, it didn't happen. I could never I could never get anybody to, to call me anything else. So Noah, Noah for, uh, stuck. <laughs> no, you're, you're a unique person. You know, you're the only person who seems to want to come on my show with only three listeners. That makes you unique. Maybe you disbelieve. You see, I'm a good man also. I, oh, maybe I, I, integrity. you are. You are. I, you know, I, I listen to you. And I, <laughs> I, I know. You, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who you are. I know how you sound. I have this idea of what I think you look like. I don't want to see what you look like because 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 I feel like that that, that creates the, the, the I don't know, something different for me uh, of, of kind of like this classic feel of, of being on a radio show, how my dad described uh, listening to the radio when he was a kid. And and but but I but I've been looking through your your list I, I, of, of people you interview. And I told other people, I said, it's the idea of coming on your show is really about. People who 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 are starting out that that have, want a space to talk about what they're doing and process and I and and I felt like I was able to process that last time with you and, and go through this. I got so much good you know positive kind of feedback about it, which I was nervous about uh, doing it. And uh, I I sent the the information off to to my high school. Uh, Facebook page because I, I don't interact with those folks much for, for all these various reasons of how I grew up and, and how I perceived like our different groups and things like that. But I got a few few nice re replies and, 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 and it was nice to hear that people were, 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 were saying things to me about it's nice to kind of know what was going through your head or kind of understand you in a different way from how we saw you, which is great because I, 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 I often felt like I could only connect with people growing up that were, you know, socially awkward or 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 couldn't couldn't quite grasp the 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 social expectations of of the of, of what was going on and i'm sure a lot everybody was going through that at the age i just thought some lots of people were better at it than me and well yeah. those reunions are painful and I, i've learned from them noah I, i've gone there yes the popular people are still popular and in hindsight i realized the problem was I was searching to be accepted by the popular people, but there was like 20 regular people who were happy to talk to me. And I totally overlooked them. You can look for the regular people in the reunions. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 someone actually wrote me and told me a little bit about their life and what was going on that I hadn't kept up with. And that was nice to hear from that person. And, and I wish them well as well. And, uh, and yeah, it, it, it's just, it's just, it's just, neat to do this and, and like i said that the processing aspect of it is, is good you know to 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 talk to somebody who who understands this world a little bit and 
I, I kept kind of reaching out to friends and, and then telling friends like, I, I need to, I need to do another interview. I need to, I need to do it. Cause it, 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 it's hard to just have the time to, to think it through uh, and, and figure all of this out. But, but again, I, I, I reached out to, to some of the other people you you've interviewed. Um, I think it was Matt struck who you interviewed. Yeah. Yes. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, he, I think he said something about a, a show that he kind of hosts and he might go on tour and this and that. And I said, well, maybe we can work it out one day where if you're up here, you can do a live show and we can figure it out. And that, uh, and, and it would be great. Cause I, I think it's something different in the, in, in, in the Ballard area uh, to do with entertainment and, and, and exposure for, for local people and kind of putting them on the resume as well. And speaking of uh, this, this young uh, guy uh, named Harrison, who, who, who showed up to the open mic a few times and he's brand new, you know, and, and I felt really bad because I had a whole list of people and he was one of the people that I skipped over on accident and I apologized. And he said, it's fine, no big deal. And then I I'm guessing he thought Noah needs a little help here staying organized. So he reached out and said, how would you feel if I kind of helped you with different things? So now he's kind of becoming my my sidekick and partner and and we're, we're trying to get to know him and I and then I had this other idea too speaking of shows and I and I and I, and, I, and we're, the, the 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 work is in the process in my mind but uh, at the Waterwheel Lounge I, I I thought it would be cool to do kind of a, 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 a like a late night talk show or a talk show uh, in the bar uh, reminiscent of like Johnny Carson Letterman and the, those those folks. And, and I was talking to the local people. There's this older lady that came in and she 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 sat down and she she I was talking with her and she's seen my 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 little open mic. And she she's told me that she I was her favorite. And she said she loves all the TV shows like Seinfeld. And she, and then I found out that she can play the keyboard and she's really talented at playing show tunes from the, like the 70s and 80s. And I just said, you know, if I do this show and then before I could finish my sentence, she said, I'll be your Paul Schaefer. And I, and I thought, Oh yeah. You was... me- yeah. You mentioned that. Right. Yeah. I remember that part. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, you know, things are coming together for you. Think, think, things are coming together. And even when I was last in Chicago, I was standing at a diner and, and I walked in and there was just like a couple guys standing near me. And one of them, uh, I, I just started talking to, and they were carrying a notebook. And I just assumed as like, I said, Oh, are you guys comedians too? And they said, what? And I said, you're carrying a notebook. Every time I look around at comedians, they always have a notebook in their hand. And they said, no, 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 we're graphic design artists. And I said, that's cool. And then they started talking to me. The guy followed me on Instagram. And as I was thinking more about the show, I, I reached out to, to the gentleman and I said, hey, would it be cool if you kind of, if I, if, if, if I had like a, a, like an introduction to a TV show the way, you know, like Stephen Colbert has at the beginning of his show with kind of a jazzy kind of theme. And the guy b- got back to me and he said, I've been thinking of you, Noah, and uh, I'll absolutely do this. No charge. I'll, I'll get this going for you. So I talked to him over the weekend and we just he just kind of brainstormed ideas. And 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 so I'm looking forward to what, what he has to offer. So a lot of just, you know, and I think I got this from Matt Struck, who, how, who said that a lot of the, this is about is that you're not going to be able to pay people or anything, at least in the beginning. So it's about bartering services and bartering promotion. And I think that that it, that that that's a great way to to connect with people and help them kind of 
brand themselves or, or whatever. And, um, and, and, and I, and the one thing that I think that is good is about the, the empathy and the, the, the understanding and, 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 and helping people through. Cause everybody has, that I've talked to has talked about their, their struggles before and the humility that they have with this and trying to, you know, to be a better person every day while doing the thing that they enjoy and trying to find that balance. So I, I, I've noticed that with at least the people I've communicated with, and that's the kind of world that I want is people who are understanding and we can, you know, like be respectful of our boundaries, be open to telling each other directly when things are too much being open. Even if people say, I need you to pay me for this and I can say, I can't, and we can move on and be happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had mentioned, I think I, you heard in the interview with, um, Matt, where uh, people will want to be in my show and like, oh, am I going to get paid? You know, I'm not even getting paid myself. So yeah. you're bartering of services. I help you. I put your name out. You share my podcast. Maybe I'll get a couple more listens. Bartering of services. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. And I, I let a few people know that it said I, I told them to, to, to check out the podcast, get an idea if it's something they would be interested in doing and and, and get in touch with you if possible. Um because I think it's a great, great way to practice being interviewed. You, you ask good questions. You're, you're thinking about what, 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 what might be going on in our head, and we're kind of getting to know each other through this. And uh, you know, even now, I, I feel kind of more, more in rhythm and in sync since we've, we've, we've messaged each other as well. No, it is a, it is a relationship. In the beginning, I wasn't that good. I had to stick up my ass. I was doing the typical Q and A shit without even analyzing them, and I took a break. And then I came back with, it's like comedy. You stop doing comedy, you come back with a new approach, you get better. Yeah. 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 It's absolutely that. And even just, you know, you take a break, it gives you that time to, to have some space and see, and even listen to yourself if needed and, and see how, how you can improve it or how you, you, you want to be heard. And that, that's, 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 that's what's good when I have good people around me. You can not just tell me that that was great, but, but help, help give me a constructive feedback as well. So, cause it's hard to see how you sound or how you, you seem to others, unless you have like, enough positive people to say, Hey, this is something you can work on. And I mean this to, to help you improve. And, and I, and, and that's, what's good about this, this like podcast and so forth. Cause now I'm, I'm kind of, my cogs are working about a podcast as well. I, I reached out to this other person I know from high school, who's, who's a conductor now in, in California who I kept in touch with that I said, would you want to be my guest one day if I ever do a podcast? And for right now, he's saying it could be a good possibility. So it's, it's really neat to, to do this. And uh, I don't know. I just like connecting with people. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever your thing is, uh, Noah, I, um, ever since I started doing this, I, 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 I lose the desire to go on any kind of zoom thing more and more. I just like freeing myself with my voice, hiding behind the scenes yeah. and talking and, and not being visual. I just want to disappear like a hermit under a cave and talk. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's good to know that because you, you know where your strengths are. I mean, you, you got a voice for it. So you, you, it's, it, it, it's, it, it, it is, it's, it's, you, you just gotta have to know what you're good at and you, what you want to perfect. Cause otherwise you kind of end up doing, might end up doing too many things. And, and then it, then it's just not, not where you want to be anymore. Yeah. You got to find yourself and uh, you know, in terms of um, open mics, you man, you know, uh, uh, I think of the sweat hogs in, in welcome back Carter. Remember the sweat hogs? I, 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 
I know Welcome Back, Cotter, because I used to watch it with my folks. I didn't know exactly what was going on in the show because I was too too young. I just remember uh, Barbarino and uh, what's his name, uh, Freddie Boom Boom Washington. <laughs> yeah, no, they were the flunkies, the left backs, the screw up, the underdogs, uh-huh. the step ons. People just forgot about the discounted, the disenfranchised. And I relate to the open mic community because they are the sweat hogs of yeah. comedy. The people in the basements just out there. No one know, even. I mean, I if you drop dead and you don't show up to an open mic in New York City, no one really notices. They don't give a crap. Oh, oh thank God. Oh, you're dead. Oh, you, you're still alive. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So when did you start doing open mics and entertainment and stuff? 2006. 2006. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. And are you are you are you from New York City? I'm from Long Island. Long Island. Okay. Yeah. No, I I know the accent. I I, I and I you know my my mom has a a very strong New York accent as well. So I I I remember going up there for different events and just I don't know the the, the strong. New York personality around there. I, I was just this little kid looking around like this. This is how how people interact with each other. They just kind of talk loudly. It is the way it is. It is what it is. I, I up until a couple months ago, that was my home. I'm, I'm in. I'm kind of not too far from your neck of the woods where you were raised. Not too far from there. Uh-huh. And I'll be here for a while. I'll see. But yeah. I don't know how much long I'm going to live. But I was most of my life in the uh, Long Island, Queens area. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, and did you do other 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 entertain other types of entertainers? Or just kind of been radio and and uh, and and a little open mics here and there. I played I played music in the streets. I might do it again one day. I have stuff, a whole bunch of songs I've written down. I just got to transcribe into a notebook and I might hit the streets. Yeah, I saw. I was actually listening a little bit the other night uh, to to your little playlist that you were putting on. I thought that was cool. There was a playlist. You were well. You're playing some music on your uh your show uh in the you, background oh yeah yeah music and talk that's that, that was in my production that was up i hear in the i'm just i'm doing the, i'm trying this dj thing now yeah i like that i and I, it, it's good to hear people's musical tastes and and uh, i i like that because then i i, I it, you know it, i was like oh it's steve I, I get to listen to what he listens to and uh and figure out what kind of kind of music i could share with him as well Absolutely, you know, because I, I miss good radio shows where there's good talk and there was good selections of songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you you know that show WKRP that 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 was of course. <laughs> yeah, oh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Exactly. Yeah, the, the and uh, was it Les Nessman? That that was my dad's favorite character. He'd always have a yeah. bandaid bandaid on his head. And he'd have an office that 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 was that didn't have any walls, but you, it, it just had tape to kind of outline where his office where it was. And if you went up and talked to him outside his office where the tape was, he wouldn't respond until you pretended to knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, he was quite a neurotic that guy. Yeah, that was my dad's favorite character on that show. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, well, your dad sounds like he had a good sense of humor. Oh, he did. He liked to just—I mean, it was uh, television was his, his thing. I, I mean, and 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 radio and 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 it was before that. I mean, he he he, you know, he he couldn't walk for a long time, so he just found ways to to just be entertained by, you know, I guess that's their equivalent of like tablets and stuff was the radio and black and white television. I, I actually remember when I was a kid and we had a we, we didn't get a color TV for a long time and we had these 
black and white televisions, this tiny, tiny, like 10 inch television. And, and uh, there was a knob and you had to go through and just turn the knob. And he always reminded me how that, that, that I, I always ended up breaking the knob on, on the, the religious spiritual channel, leave it on the religious spiritual channel. So that was the only thing that we had on until we could get a new knob always in black and white watching the, uh, the, the Sunday evangelicals uh, share their, their, uh, their, their open mics. <laughs> hey, you know, it was important to your father, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. It was how he relaxed and, 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 and hung out and that's and, and we you know if we watched whatever he had on i'm very different with my kids i just kind of put on what they they want to watch but we we always had to watch whatever he wanted to watch at night so i just got used to watching you know those shows like welcome back cotter when it was on but mostly cheers seinfeld and that that nbc lineup for a while uh and 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 a lot of those 80s shows so that's just I, I remember there was another show that came on hbo called dream on and i just remember the introduction was a kid sitting in front of the television kind of learning about life and i imagine my dad was kind of like that and i felt i felt a little bit like that as well that's uh the name name uh, main character is martin tupper he's some yeah. kind of a tv executive yeah 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 that that yeah he was yeah i i, I just just remembered the introduction and thinking just look at this guy watching howdy doody and all this and i would think oh, this is probably what my dad did <laughs> yeah but this guy was getting laid left and right he was like that, divorced he was that, getting laid every night by different women yeah that was a, another reason i started <laughs> continuing to watch the show as a teenager i, I was like mm, you know i'll watch it i'll just go downstairs and watch it well when it comes on late at night so yeah yeah he always had a he always had a condom too Yes, he, he he was he was definitely trying to 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 but to 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 meet up with with people. But there was a there was always the, the girlfriend that I can't remember her name, but she was always she 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 was on other sitcoms after that. He was always trying to work on the relationship with her, but she would never uh, uh, kind of commit to him. I kind of forgot, but it was around the mid nineties that that yeah. show was. Now, um, you might be kind of young, but uh, there was a tv series in 1977 it was called holocaust i don't know that i did not know there was a, a tv series called holocaust uh yeah I'm it was a, it was not it a was sitcom it, it it wasn't a sitcom okay. it was it was the jewish roots because it came on the oh. heel of heels of alex haley's you know alex yeah. haley's roots yeah a lot of people don't know, but shortly after, because I was around 12 years old, it was called Holocaust, and it was the Jewish roots. It starred James Woods, Meryl Streep, Fritz wow. Weaver, Joseph Bottoms. Were any of these people Jewish in it? I don't think I know James Woods and Meryl Streep are definitely not. <laughs> no, there were no goddamn Jews. You're right, but they, maybe Fritz <laughs> Weaver. I don't know, but I was so touched. By the movie, I, I started keeping my yarmulke at my desk in sixth grade by that. I was so, like, emotionally lifted by the Warsaw oh. Uprising. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it is weird how these these things kind of integrate and they they, they make, they, they, they connect with, with, with you on that. I mean, I, my, I, I have, like, like my yarmulke somewhere from my bar mitzvah uh, that my dad bought in Israel when, when he met my mom knowing that one day he would give it to to, to a, a potential son that he had and uh and, and these these sentimental 
things that happen and and it, it shows like that you know i mean we we have enough of it and uh and and even what, now I, I try not to overwhelm even my own kid with with stories about 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 the ho- the holocaust or whatever because i started to tell her and then she was trying to explain to her friends too about this uh, and and i think that that it, you know they're a little young to understand understand that aspect of history and i and i and and i started to think well when did i learn about it? and i think i learned about it learned about all all this stuff going on really at an early age i was I, uh, uh, just 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 knowing about it my dad wanted to be very clear with me uh that this stuff happened and uh he didn't want me to be anxious or worried but i i do remember when when uh, when the uh at my synagogue growing up it was in, in maybe the late 80s maybe early 90s but somebody sprayed a swastika on our synagogue the local news came out and i got so worried because i didn't understand what really neo-nazis and all that were and all, all i knew was like he-man and i had a giant he-man uh, sword at my house so I was in my room, like practicing, like if the Nazis came, <laughs> like I would turn into He-Man or something. And it, it, it's ironic because he's blonde hair. Uh, but I would, uh, I would, I would <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes, but doesn't wear any clothes. Uh, and I was in my room. My dad's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm preparing in case the Nazis come. They spray painted something on our synagogue and we just have to be red. And he said, don't worry about it. No, nobody's going to come for us. And I said, but you've told me about the Holocaust and what happened. And, and, and now we have this on our synagogue. I better be ready. He said, don't worry. It'll be okay. And I said, are you sure? And he said, it's okay. He said, but keep practicing if you want. And I said, okay. So I how, 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 old, how old were you? I must have been like, nah, not too old, maybe nine, maybe 10. And it was the interesting thing was that it was at the time when that, that guy, that I don't, that center, I don't even want to name his name, but he was, first name was David out of Kentucky. And, uh, uh, or maybe it was Tennessee was rising up as a politician so there was there was there were the local news tried to sensationalize it i bet if i look back at it and saying like is there a connection between this and this thing going on in tennessee and we were like we don't know <laughs> we have no idea but no if anything you just kind of remind me of that age because a lot of kids that age were into power rangers so yeah. you were like this this power ranger you know superhero phase oh, yeah. you're gonna but um, yeah. Anyway, listen. I, I I'm happy to talk, but I know you told me you only have a half an hour to talk. Yeah, I only have a little bit because I actually do have to go. Uh, just be ready for my daughter. She's going to be coming home from school anytime soon. So I was just trying to time this around that and and say a few things here and there. But yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. So tomorrow's my uh, uh, the comedy special Halloween uh, Wednesday at the Water Wheel. Uh, we'll resume the regular open mic the following week. And I'm excited uh, for these 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 wonderful, funny uh, comedians to show up and do their thing. Uh, I'm hoping we can get a pretty good crowd. Uh, I'm uh, I, I, the posters that this guy Pat made are really nice, so I'm gonna have all the the comics sign them, and we're gonna I'm gonna see if we can auction one off. And I'm also consider we'll, well I think I think we're gonna probably try to see if we can uh, donate the the money if we make any to to one of the nonprofits in the area. That's that's kind of my plan is to do that, um, and I, I I think that 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 the like that these women have a lot of lot of potential, and if they wanted to do it, they I I think if they meet the right right people, they'll they'll you know be famous if they want to or make a career in entertainment. They are really really good, so I'm going to keep a poster for myself signed as well and keep one at the bar 
so one day when, when we look back in uh, in uh, you know entertainment history, these these women, uh, the people at the bar, can say, "Yeah, so and so used to perform here." Um, and yeah, so I, I, I think a lot of, a lot of fun is going to be tomorrow night and I'm really excited. And I, again, I appreciate the opportunity just to come on your show and talk. It's been very, very nice. No, definitely. I, I, I like to support local arts. I think this is a great channeling. I, I think you're giving people a lot of opportunity. I, I, and it sounds like you're nice. You know, you're very fair and you make people, comics want to go to the open mics. Yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. I, 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 every day, I'm not perfect, but I try my hardest to, to, and I think about this a lot. How can I be better than yesterday? And, uh, uh, I've, I've told myself that with the work I'm trying to, I'm trying to be more consistent than in my personal life, uh, and always with my friends and family, uh, and, and, and try to, to be aware of when, when I, I'm not at my best. Cause I think that if I can acknowledge it, you know, uh, there could be some resiliency for me and resiliency for my family and resiliency for the people I interact with. So, yeah. You ever seen, you ever seen the movie called Christine? <laughs> is that the one with the car or is yeah. that the one with the, the girl on the there's uh, Halloween? The car. The car. King. You know, what's funny, Steve, you bring up. I mean, you must be in the same generation. Like my my dad loved that Stephen <laughs> King movie because. <laughs> Because you, you you mentioned things and, I, and that's what it was, what it was last time I was like I, this, it's very like it's 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 it, it was eerily fun and, and <laughs> it, 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 but but I, but I was like these are just like movies that my dad like talked about you always talked about Christine I re I think he took me to see it in the theaters and I uh, when I was a but kid I'm, and, I'm a little bit younger than your dad yeah yeah okay so that that's why it's the same generation or something yeah but I re I remember seeing the car what were you gonna say about Christine though I interrupted not well. He buys the car at the beginning of the movie. The you know the main character. Uh, I forgot yeah. his name. I forgot the name of the act. It'll come back to me. But uh, the um, guy who sells it, he refers to most of the people in the world as the shitters. He goes, <laughs> "She knew to stay away from the shitters. Don't be a shitter. Like Christine won't kill you, but if you're a shitter, Christine's gonna come after you." So uh, just you like you're protecting all the shitters, all the people, all the fools out there. They're the shitters. <laughs> Yeah, look, 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 I I feel like the shitters, if they can take anything that that what I'm trying to do is maybe they could you know find a way to 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 shit a little bit less, and then they, <laughs> and 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 you know, uh, I I don't mind people people being shitty as long as they can uh, learn from it. That's fine. Whatever you have a nice little you have a safe haven for people for comics who want to work on their craft, and I have a lot of respect. I mean, personally, I, I have a lot. Com comedy and music that's my thing my heart goes yeah. out to anybody who's a musician or a yeah. comic i can relate to them so uh if you could foster and protect the comics and build them up i i am so happy for that well uh, I, i'm doing that i'm on and and trying to to keep that entertainment and even with the 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 the, the, the talk show i want to do my vision is kind of having a local community person doesn't have to be a, anybody in entertainment having a, a musical guest and then having one of the open mic people come in and at the end and do five minutes. I, I mean, it's a, the, the format is easy to watch. I've watched enough like Letterman and, and Carson and, 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 and Colbert and Fallon and, and Kimmel to know kind of the format and pace of the show. So I kind of want to do something like that on the local level and, and, you know, just, just do it for fun. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll like the forum actually. Um, there's more chance to, improvise when you're on stage you don't really have 
the chance to improvise. You're just you're getting up and just bearing yourself and stumbling all over yourself. Yeah, yeah. I like the stumbles though. It's it's part of the craft. It it, it is. You just got. It takes a few flops. You can't get go to open mic and just be good right away. You got to show up to four open mics before you get good. After a while. Yeah. But uh, just one more thought. The movie Lenny with um. Dustin Hoffman about Lenny Bruce, the comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a scene in the courtyard. He says to the judge, please don't take away my words. They want to take away our words, our words. How dare they want to take away our words? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, 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 I want to help help support that and keep people's voices out there because uh, it's important. It's just a matter of people. Uh, comedy is one of those things is like who, who who's following you knowing your audience and and not not reinforcing uh uh and knowing your intent too and knowing and and not using that to to, to be destructive that's 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 important yeah one must have a voice seriously do not do not try to mute us yeah no i i, I and i and that's that's the that what i also think is too too is 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 is, is having like these women uh comedians come out um because I think that that they're 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 they have strong voices, and I think that that's how one way is when you get underrepresented people out there to speak, they can say they can they can speak up about things uh, as long as there's a, a a safe place for them to do so. And I want to encourage that because I think there's just a lot to offer, and 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 Seattle has a lot of diversity, and those folks, you know, I want them to to have a place. And if I can help provide some of that, and then get them out somewhere else, then I feel like I've done a done a done a decent job. No, you're 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 doing one hell of a job. No, you really are. Thank you so much. Well, and if, I, if, I, if, yeah. I, if I if I if I know the words, I wanted to sing a song. Maybe next time. Um, I wanted to sing Hot Tikva with you next year in Jerusalem, but I don't think you and I know the words anyway. <laughs> I, I, I think it's one of those things. That, oh, gosh. Hot Tikva. I know it. Uh, we'll, we'll work on that for next time. We'll, we'll no, that'll be good. I'll be good to wet because that's a great ending for another episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll work on it for the next episode. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. And then uh, around Passover, we'll do Dayenu. But it's kind of like the, the, the Jewish version of the kid's song, the song that never ends. You don't want to get me started because I used to put me and my brother put words into like like um, that song, Dayenu. We would say, hold the pickle, hold the lettuce, special daughters <laughs> don't upset it. Yes, stupid crap like that. We put words into songs. Yeah, you know is one of those catchy songs that that really should kind of infiltrate into pop culture. If we need to like have something Jewish in pop pop culture, it's it's Dayano. <laughs> Diana, and there's other song I we put the word, but the cat came back the very next way. I forgot what I think it was yeah. from Yitkadava Yitkadashemei Rabo. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, we yeah. turned tragedy into comedy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and that was my I, that I'll say one more thing. My rab, my the, one of the rabbis we had at our synagogue. My dad and I loved how he did Yit Gadol. Like I would wait and 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 watch him because he he also did these. He would he would bow because that's part of it. But because the other rabbis wouldn't bow as much, but he would bow all, almost all the way over to his feet. So when I had my bar mitzvah and I had to do that, I wanted to make sure that I did Yit Gadol, Yit to the to the same to the the same way the rabbi did it because I really loved how he he chanted. He had a good 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 beautiful voice. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a heavy song. It's a deep song, for, which warrants further future discussions. Of course. 
of course. But I know you got to get your daughter. I don't want to hold you up anymore. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Steve, for taking the time to do this. I appreciate you welcoming me back, and I'm sure we'll we'll talk again. Yeah, no problem. Uh, good luck with the uh, with the special. Yeah, thank you so much. You take care and have a good rest of your evening. You too, though. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, bye.